Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. This is your host, Martha Tyler. And this week we have on a like crowd favorite guest, Sue Downey, to talk about the INA. Hello, Sue. Hello. How are you, Martha? I'm doing really, really well. How are you, Sue? Excellent. I'm also doing pretty good. I'm I'm kind of excited that school's starting. Uh, you know that uh, we're recording this a little early but but school like school yay school yay regular (laughs) schedule every week I I, am it makes such a difference oh my gosh especially I have a an eight-year-old right now and um you know he is just one of those kids he needs a structure Mm -hmm. and we do camps and stuff for summer but it's 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 so hard to keep a a schedule in the summer and so I, um, I'll miss them. I like having them around. I mean, you know, I like having them not around too, but, um, (laughs) but, but mostly I just crave like the, the structure. It's, it's just so much easier for him in particular. And that is good. So it does make a huge difference. I've got a five-year-old that is the same way. It's just like, without structure, he really crumbles. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, you know, it's not my best thing always. Like, right. if it's just like, as much as I like it, I'm not always good at sticking to it the way that I should. So yeah. Uh, okay. Having that, that uh, enforced the mandatory structure of school exactly. is helpful. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, so I'm excited to talk to you about INA, which is the International Nanny Association which I hope that everybody's at least heard of if they're listening to this podcast, but maybe not, um, yeah. which is a little older than 35 years. Um, it started in 1985 and, um, and it's, it is amazing for some people and for some people they're like, I don't need that. And some people have heard some maybe not great things and some people love it and have been members since the beginning. So I just wanted to sort of like, address all the elephants in the room and talk about how it's getting better and better every day. Yes. I am so excited to talk about this with you because yeah, I, I feel everything that you just said. And I have heard like from lots of different sides about INA and I've been a member um, for, I think the past 
five years, if not longer. Um, but I'm also excited, even as a member, I'm excited to hear about the changes because, you know, the the communication tools that we have are just that they're tools. A lot of times they can serve us and sometimes they can take away and like the attention capacity. We don't always know what's going on, even in groups we're members right. of. We get emails. We like sometimes have time to read them and sometimes we don't. And so I am exactly. really excited to like hear about the changes and, and things like that. So let's, let's start with some of those like changes this like okay. let's paint the before picture and then the, the after picture okay well so um the INA was intended by a group of of nannies and agency owners to be sort of what they call an umbrella group and the those organizations exist in lots of different sort of places like a big one is the AFL-CIO so what it is is it means that it's an organization that deals with all the members of the nanny community or the nanny industry. So we have, it's, it's supposed to serve and be a place where we can gather and listen to each other and build relationships with each other for agencies and NCS and nannies and tax companies. And so it's a little different than like maybe the nanny association or the NCS association which those are more geared towards a specific part of our, of our community. Um, we try to sort of do it all. And that sometimes means that it, it can feel like it is not geared it, to each part of that thing. Because when you're trying to meet the needs of everyone, it can be difficult. So one thing that has long been, um, hard, especially I think for nannies, which I'm assuming most of the audience out there, hello, all you lovely people are probably nannies more than anything else. And um, it sometimes can feel like you join INA and you don't get a lot out of it. Right. And it costs $55 right now for a year, which is not a huge amount of money, but, but $55, I mean, like that's a couple hours of work for people. So right. I totally appreciate that it's not nothing. Um, so one thing that we wanted to do was make our um, make our membership more valuable. So when you join INA, you get access to a lot of things um, like webinars, which we do. We try to do monthly. Some of those we do that are open for everybody, but a lot are just for members mm -hmm. and they're free for members. But and we've had that all along. But there have also been a lot of things that you had to pay an additional cost for because they cost us. And um, some of those might are like the credential exam. So we have a credential exam so that you sit, can sit and take, and then you get like a little logo that says you're credentialed um, nanny, which is helpful. For some people, it's a huge benefit. For some people, it's not as helpful. It depends on how you spell yourself and, and whatever, but it is nice for parents to know that you have some basic skills. And we have um, that for nannies and for NCSs. Um, we have some publications. We also have this thing that's called the service award pin. And a lot of people don't know that this exists. So um, it's been around for a long time. It used to be given out by um, an organization called NAN and um, Glenda Probst, who's a long time. And I know she's been on your show, mm -hmm. um, her, her and she had a, 
oh gosh, now I'm blanking out a name, Helen. Anyway, uh, it's been along for a, around for a long time and it sort of worked its way to us, the INA, and now we have it. And so the beauty of this pin is that it sort of gives you a way to show how long you've been in service as a nanny. And so it's a beautiful little pin that you can put on um, your shirt and then you get bars for different milestones. So five years, 10 years, 15 years, we have some nannies that are getting their like 30th and 35th year pins wow. and they, you just add the bars on and it's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, I, I don't know about you, but there's being a nanny is a little different than just a regular job. Yeah. You feel like you're really making a difference in a big and important way and having something that you can wear. And even if you only wear it to industry conferences or I don't know, I, I, you could wear it to an interview. I don't know, but you have it. And it's a concrete yeah. reminder of all of those lives that you've touched and, and how much you've given to this job. Um, which is kind of a big deal and it's fun to get them as you go on. So um, you used to have to pay for that. Now that's included in your membership. Um, we also- um, Really quick about that, oh, yeah. just curious. If, yes. so for those bars, like if someone decides to, they hear this and they're like, I want to join the INA and they've been a nanny for 10 years. Do they get the five-year bar and the 10-year bar or do they right. just start at the 10-year bar? No, they, they, they get the, I think, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they get the five and the 10-year, um, the 10 I'm a bar. collector person. So I'm like, yeah. I would want to collect them all. No, I'm pretty sure that's the way it works. And this is not like you just say, oh, I've worked this, you know, this far um you have to apply and and they actually check like they go back and check to make sure like it means something yeah it's not um, oh harriet grant thank goodness harriet grant was a a like pioneer uh nanny in the the um in the united states and she did a lot of work early on sort of raising the bar and and like we stand on the shoulders of giants in so many ways mm -hmm. as childcare people, Maria Montessori and, and all of these people that we sort of carry on their work. And Harriet Grant is one of those people. And um, we don't, you know, like I never met her, but she passed away, but, but she started this whole thing. And, and then it's, it, it means something. It's a meaningful thing. So um, it's, very, very exciting that you don't have to apply to, to do this pin, to get this pin. And then you're recognized it every year at the national conference for INA, um, you know, you're in the program. And even if you can't be there to get your pin, which if you are there, you get to go up on stage and they'll give you your bars and, mm -hmm. and every five years you can do that. But even if not, um, you know, you're, you're, you're thanked for all of the work that you've done. And um, it's, it's kind of a cool thing. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that at Nanny Palooza in October, I have a lot of my INA nannies wearing their pins because um, it, it's kind of a cool thing. And, uh, you know, again, it's another way to, to just be proud of what the work we do. Um, the, 
So there's, so we talked about the credential exam a little. There's also what's called a basic skill assessment. And these, a lot of agencies use this. If you go to an INA agency, they'll have you take this test. And it's really just basically like, you know, um, super questions like back to sleep questions or basic child development. It's really just the minimum that you should know before you are left alone with a child in your care. Mm -hmm. And agencies a lot of times use them as screeners, but now nannies will be able to take that as well. Um, and that's exciting. Just again, it shows that you know what you're doing. Then if you wanna go a little bit farther, then the credential exam is there. And the credential exam, um, we're looking at some exciting changes to that too. It's something that maybe you will, um, you'll take it every year, every couple of years and get an updated certificate and a, uh, again, a logo that shows that you're up to date on that, which can be very helpful when you're trying to sell yourself. Um, we have a long way to go in this industry of convincing parents that this stuff is important, yeah. but the more that we talk about it as nannies, the more they're going to look for it. And I do think that if you talk about it in the right way, it can really set you apart from other nannies. Um, most professionals belong to professional associations. Mm -hmm. And so being able to say, I care enough about this. And, and sometimes parents laugh at me when I talk about it. And I'm like, listen, I totally get that. It seems funny to me that like, really we're not rocket scientists. Like <laughs> I get what you're saying that it seems silly, but if you think about it, this really shows that I care enough about what I'm doing to invest time and energy and a little bit of money even um, in knowing what I need to know to do the best job. So that, that to me is worth talking about INA in an interview because I do think that um, it will set you apart and having things like the service award pin and even if I don't know that I would wear it to an interview. I think that might, for me, for some nannies, that would be great. Right. But for me, it might feel awkward because I'm so much more casual. But um, but being able to talk about how I just received it and yeah. that, you know, that's kind of exciting. Um, you can I have a, a lot of pens on my backpack that is my, like, nanny backpack. So that might be the compromise yeah. of, like, you know, exactly. if you have it somewhere. It's not on cool. your body, but... And it just depends too on the kind of nanny you are. If you're going to high net worth family and you're oh, yeah. in business casual or something like that, having something like that would be perfectly the whatever. Right. I'm sort of like the outlier, even though I've been doing this a million years, I like show up in shorts and a t-shirt. So <laughs> yep. and go to the interview. I mean, like you can up it a little bit for the interview, but I saw a post recently. It it might have been Glenda. No, no, no. It was um, Laura Brawley, who was like, uh, like, if you have tattoos and piercings, like, do that to the interview, unless you right. want to cover them up every day. Well, yeah. And it depends on the job that you're going for, right? You need yeah. to dress for the job that you want. Right. So I have a tendency to, I prefer a much more casual family and casual environment. I know that that means that's gonna, there are limitations with that. Like, you're not going to make the same kind of money necessarily. I mean, you can. And, yeah. But anyway, I could go on about that. Um. <laughs> but I love, I, I do love that we're talking about this just because I think that it also is important 
to know that like the INA doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be like a stuffy, like I'm a, I'm a business person and a nanny. Like it doesn't, you don't, you know, like we are business people if we're nannies, cause we kind of run our own business, but but, but there yeah. are business people at Google who play with Nerf guns and there yes. are business people at Goldman Sachs who wear a three-piece suit and PowerPoints. Right. So like that, and that's the true thing with the umbrella for me. I love that we use the umbrella because nannies and Mary Poppins. Yes. But I also like the theme of the umbrella in that, that we're stronger if we have a more diverse, in every single sense of the word, group conversing with each other so INA gives us a place where a nanny like me who has a lot of experience but I literally I mean I really do not I wear Birkenstocks shorts and a Mm t-shirt I wear it every day to work or you know a version of that and I wear it on interviews and you'll see me at conferences like I'm not the person whatever but my uh, my fellow board member and one of my very best friends. Um, Kate is in high heels and a business casual and hair and makeup. And we're both excellent caregivers. We both bring something different to the table. And we met because we met at INA and we have such different perspectives that we help each other grow and look at things in a different way, even though we do the same job. And there's a place for both of us in this organization. And that is invaluable, if you ask me, because we all grow from people who are different from us. I I mean, that's really, that's, if you think about it, that's what we do with kids all the time, right? We're exposing them to different things. And as adults, we need to keep doing that too. And that means getting to know people who are different from you. And so what we hope to do more and more with INA, and I think that we've really turned the boat a lot in the last five years of making this organization a place where everybody feels comfortable and welcome and included. And, and that extends, you know, for a long time, it was a very, uh, I'm just going to say it, it was a very white organization Mm -hmm. uh, for a long time. And that's because when it was started, that those were the people that started it just by happen chance. And, and, you know, it's like any institution you have to think about that. And I don't think it was any, there's definitely no intention for that to happen, but it happened like it has for so many other organizations that it grew in one certain direction. And what we've done in the last, again, in the last four to five years, we, we started making it more intentional. So right now there's an actual committee, a diversity and inclusion committee, and we changed the language in our bylaws and, and all that now right now that seems like not enough but that's where it starts right that's where the change starts and so you see now the people that come to our conference our membership is starting to be more reflective of the whole industry which is a very colorful and diverse community where every different kind of nanny black white hispanic uh all the different ethnicities that you see um and and also gay and lesbian and men and women and just non-binary folks yes exactly like I 
it's so hard for me to keep. I know there's so many things under the umbrella. I think we have the list now. So like now we are like, oh, we're thinking about how this goes for everybody and what we need now. So we've done a lot and we have a lot more to do, but what we need are more people from those communities to take a chance with us and say, okay, I see where you're going. I feel like you want me here. I'm going to get involved and join and, and voice my opinions on things because I, as a white lesbian nanny of a certain age (laughs) from the Midwest, like all my things, right. I only have that experience. So it's going to take us getting some people with other voices to help us continue to move in the direction where we want to be. And so, um, so giving giving more value to these memberships is another way that we can get everyone involved, getting every person that has anything to do with the nanny industry, including parents who, um, who employ nannies. There is a parent uh, level of membership. Um, oh, see, I didn't even know that. That's oh, really yeah. cool. No, and we, that often is not where most of our attention is right, right now. I think we have to get bigger to be able to focus more on that. But um, but we do have parent members, a handful of them. And that is something that I think we have to keep focusing on because it's important to have these conversations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we have all these new member benefits. Another one I want to mention before I forget, because there are a few other ones you can look the website is nanny.org, so that's pretty easy. And you can look on there and see all of the great things um, that we have. Um, but another great thing that we just started and I'm super excited about is the speed recruiting that we're doing. Mm. So right now there are agencies. So if you're not using a nanny agency, there has never been a better time to switch from care, which is really not the best easy and good way to find a job there's never been a better time to try an agency because they are desperate for quality candidates right now they have more jobs than they can fill and an agency will represent you in a way a good agency will represent you in a way that it's hard to duplicate and certainly is not duplicated on care or any of the other online job sources right um i there's an association of professional nanny agencies and they talk about being um, not registered, but represented. So when you go and find like something on a website, you're just plugging in your information. And if somebody finds it, that's great. Whereas an agency will work to place you because they don't get paid unless you get a job. So, um, you know, that they'll work for you. And not every agency is, um, is created equal, but the good news is that if they belong to INA or to APNA, which is the association, that's a good that's a good start because they care enough about the industry to put money into trying to live up to these standards. And we ask agencies to live up to those standards. Now we can't police that, but it's at least a good step. Um, but- and that is a. For me, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sue, but that's a good indication that they're not going to send you to jobs that are paying illegally, that are paying under the table. 
it's not across the board. And again, right. it can't be policed. Like the INA yeah. doesn't have the, the authority or the ability to police it. Nor However, like, is that how we probably want to be using right. our resources, no, but exactly. yes. <laughs> but they are, they are at least aware they're educated. They know the law because we, you have to sign a thing when you join that says you're going to abide by these recommended practices. And we talk about it a lot. And, um, and, and so in general, uh, if you, if you pick an INA membership, uh, member agency, you're headed in the right direction. Right. Um, and you'll also get access to those agencies in a couple different ways. So one is we have a job board that they post. Another is you can meet them in person at like, uh, we have some local events that are still happening virtually. We have ambassadors across the country and the world. But um, but the big way right now that we're doing is the speed recruiting, which we just started. And it's going to be like regional. So different times of the year, there'll be these regional and you sign up. And if you're looking for a job, you get to meet a, a bunch of different nanny agencies on Zoom from the comfort of your home, quickly present yourself, give, you know, have these short sort of mini things where you feel each other out and you can connect. Mm -hmm. So um, again, I think you'll find that the quality of families that you will meet through an agency, I can say uh, it's going to be higher than what you're yep. going to sift through from, from any of the online sources. And it's a lot easier. You, there's still things that you're going to have to do because searching for a job is hard, but it is a lot easier when you have somebody who you feel like is on your side mm -hmm. um, and who wants to help you really match uh, a family, not just find a job. Mm -hmm. so, um, so I'm super proud to say I'm friends with a lot of agencies that belong to INA um, here in the States. And we, Again, it's the International Nanny Association. So there are nanny, we have a lot of members from India and from European countries and, um, and Australia, my good friend Louise. Um, so they, you know, that is a part of it too. And um, you can ask them for questions or get feedback and I'm, I'm rambling a little, but I am excited about the speed recruiting. And yeah. and if you want to test out the INA too, if you're not a member of INA and you're a nanny, you can still sign up for the speed recruiting. So if you're looking for a job, go to nanny.org and search on the um, thing for the speed recruiting, because there are some ways that you can participate in that, um, even as a non-member and sort of try us out, give it a, give it a try and see. Yeah. And I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I will say I've had several... Uh, agency owner friends reach out to me being like, Hey, do you know any nannies looking right now? Cause it, the market's hot. And like one of the best ways to find a good match, like you were talking about for you when the market is so hot. Cause sometimes it's like, Oh, this is so great. The pay is great, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, Oh no, I didn't pay attention to any of the details. And all of this is like, the pay is great, but all these other things are not okay by me. And like, right. yeah. so an agency will help you sort through all that. Exactly. So the last thing I really want to touch on, um, and th- again, this is for some people, but not for everybody. You know, I do Nanny Palooza, which is a conference for nannies. Mm-hmm. Um, INA has a conference too. And again, it's an umbrella association. So the conference is for all the membership. And so there are different tracks. There's a nanny track of workshops. There's a business. But when you go to the INA conference, you can access any of that. Like as a nanny, if you're a nanny entrepreneur, you can go to the business ones or the agency ones. Or um, and or if you're like an NCS, we have an NCS track. You can go to, na- like you can go to whatever. But the conference is great. Um, it It is... Uh, Coming up this year um, in 2023, in May 4th to 7th, and it's in Orlando, my favorite city oh. probably ever, Disney, hello. But we're at this beautiful double tree hotel by SeaWorld. And the exciting thing about it for me this year is often the INA conference is at a resort hotel and, and it can get a little more expensive and whatever because it's trying to appeal to everyone and whatever. The great thing this year is we found this hotel that's a little less expensive than typical. I think the room rates are like $129 a night, which is very good, but it has a resort feel because it's in Orlando and it's right by SeaWorld and it's, so it's lush and beautiful and and it looks really nice and um, there's different pricing on it. So you have to go to the website and you can click, um, depends on when you register. You also, if you're a member, there's a discount um, and different dates and it's you know it gets complicated but uh again the nice part of the INA conference for me is that umbrella part of it you really get to mix in a way like nanny palooza you're mostly just going to meet nannies like the bulk of people that are there are nannies we do have some agencies and whatever but if you go to the NCS uh conference that's now uh coming up you're going to meet mostly NCS this, the thing about INA is you, you really get to meet everybody, not just nannies and agencies and NCS, but nanny educators and tax companies and just anybody that has to do anything with the nanny world is welcome and a lot of them attend. And so um, it's in the spring, it's fun. And um, yeah, so that's another fun thing about INA. And a lot of people think it's just the conference, but really it's not. And I, I mention it because I know that it people, you know, are, everybody wants to get away. <laughs> yeah. 
but, and um, but it- I went to the one in New Orleans and it was a blast and I'm still friends with people that I met there and yeah. not, you know, some agency owners and some like uh, nannies and some, you know, some NCS, like, yeah, like you just get, it's a broader view of, yeah. of the, the industry that we work in or the profession we work in. And so, um, and that's kind of nice. Uh, so, and I think belonging to something like this can be really important. Getting involved in something like this can change you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, not just, I think that people belong to it and you get out of it, whatever you put in it. If you just want to mention it here or there, or you just want a service award pin, or you just want to go to the conference one year, I get it. But if you really invest a little bit of time into um, interacting on the social media or maybe volunteering for a committee or, or any number of ways that you can get involved more, um, you'll get a lot out of it. And, and I myself have been a critic of the, the organization for a lot of years and finally decided to really get more involved. And it's changed me in some really great ways. Um, I now am the vice president and who would have guessed that? Not me. Um, <laughs> I, I, not me. Like even in New Orleans, I yeah, yeah. guess that, but I, um, but I, I see that there's a need for it. I see that we are better for having it. I see that the outside world views our profession in a certain way and having an organization like this that we can refer to and that hopefully we can build and grow together as a community. It, it could change a lot of people's opinions about things. And sure, at first, they're not going to get it because they think that we sit around all day and color and play games. But, you know, we, it's up to us to change that perception. And one really important way we can do it is by belonging to a group like this and having a blog that you know, we post articles and we give information to parents about legal hiring and we, you know, we're trying to, to get there. And, um, you know, it's like with any nonprofit, it's always an uphill battle of resources, time and money. But I think if you haven't ever given INA a try, I would challenge you to take a look at it. Uh, stick your big toe in, maybe buy a membership for a year. It also is something that you can approach a family and say, listen, um, I, I found out that there's an organization for this. I'm sure that you belong to an organization for your profession. You know, if you're a doctor, you belong to the AMA and probably that you can, you know, that's paid for by your business. So would you mind paying this $55 registration fee and look at, I get these webinars, I get all the past webinars, there's resources on the page, I can take this test and we can see if there are things I need to do work. So it it's definitely worth having a conversation um, if you feel comfortable. So that's yeah. my pitch. Yeah, and, and I also hear in what you're saying, like, yeah, if you've never given it a shot, now's the time. And then also this is an invitation to retry if you have given it a shot we're disappointed and 
like this is a, yeah just an invitation to give it another another go just to see if like yes the things that um didn't work for you last time if those have changed and if they haven't yet that now INA is yes. listening right and pers- I personally if you've been a member and been disappointed reach out to me tell me because I promise you that I will listen in a non-defensive way. I can't promise that that I can fix what happened or that we have fixed what's happened yet. But I do believe, again, as a longtime critic of this organization for the first 15 years of my career, <laughs> from the time that I heard about it, I, I didn't get it for a lot of the reasons that we've mentioned. But I, with a little perspective, I see now and I believe that the leadership that's that's in place is listening. And I know I am. So you can reach out to me personally and, and we can have a conversation. And um, Or if you've never tried it, but you've heard some things and you want to know what the truth is of it, I, I'm very transparent. And again, the current leadership, it's not just me. It's, it's everybody involved right now. We are really, um, you know, we... We're standing on the shoulders of giants, but those giants did the very best that they could do. And we're doing the very best that we can do. And what we're now asking for is a whole bunch of new people to come and do the best they can do with us. Like, let's just keep going in this great direction. Um, because I, I see a place for it. I see that, that we can do great things, but it takes all of us. It, it really does. And so, um, I, yeah, that's a great point, but I would love to have people back and, uh, we're certainly not perfect. There's certainly more things to do. Um, and, and we would like to know what your priorities on those things are. So we try to listen. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that like even zooming out more, like right now, we are like a childcare crisis, right? Like it continues to go on in the childcare crisis. And I do feel like as a whole, nannies have, and agencies and everyone involved in the nanny world, like they're, we're in really fertile ground to make a change right now. Um, right. The pandemic really like stirred a lot of things up. Um, and like, we're in the middle of the messy part. And I do think that it's not, individuals are not going to change it, right? Like we can't change it on an individual level, but as a whole, we can, like, there is room to make changes for childcare in general. Um, and, and that's really exciting, but one voice isn't going to change that, but a thousand voices could. Right. Exactly. Well, and don't you feel like, I think that whole, that's a really important part. We're coming off this pandemic. And what I'm seeing is that we have realized as a population more than ever before that the connections that we have as human beings are something that we need to pay attention to. Like we literally, a lot of us as individuals and as a society withered and died a little bit in being isolated and being apart. And so um, 
belonging to things where you can connect is is important and maybe it's not the same connection that we all want the in-person part of it um it's still we're still on rocky ground with some of that right but we have learned that we can use things like zoom and social media while they can be detrimental and not enough they also can be a lifeline Mm -hmm. so if you're a nanny that um you know, you're working in a community where there's not a strong community of nannies. Like when I started in Cincinnati, I didn't know one other nanny, not one. And so I was friends with a bunch of stay at home moms. Well, that's great. And it was fine. I mean, I'm pretty social person. It was okay. (laughs) But, but there are definitely things that I've learned once I connected with other nannies and with people that are in this industry that changed me. And now, you know, I, it's so funny because that was, again, before the internet, before, before social media. So I had no ability. But now, you know, you belong to, if you belong to the INA, you belong to the INA member um, Facebook group and you can ask questions. And I know there's a lot of groups out there, but here's one that doesn't have any drama because all we talk about is professional nanny issues and nanny things. And there's, you know, uh, typically you can ask almost anything and you'll get a bunch of different opinions and they may not all agree, but that's good too. So keeping the, keeping the connection is really important and finding a place where you're welcome and you are welcome. If you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) you are welcome. You are a member of our community. And uh, again, we have, it's hard to serve a committee as big and as spread out and as diverse as that, but we're going to keep doing our best and we want you and we want to, you know, I think it's good. And I think we're going to keep seeing that. I mean, it's no secret. That's the reason that like the restaurant, uh, you know, restaurants are back better than ever where who would have guessed that they would be the first one to come back right from this but they really kind of are. And that's because we need each other and we want to be together. So, um, yeah. 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 It, I, I love, love it. that global sort of thing. So, and speaking of that, uh, yes. happy national nanny recognition week to uh, you as well. So that, um, national nanny recognition week, I know you'll probably there's, I know you have had podcasts about the history of it and all of that. Mm -hmm. I won't go into that, but I will say that, um, that's another thing. INA will have a few surprises that week and, um, it's great to be in that community at times like NNRW and, um, we can sort of gather together and sort of celebrate, and for me, NNRW always also isn't as like, like I never get a present from my work family, which I don't care about because yeah. they thank me other ways. But that week for me is sort of like highlighting our place in the world of childcare. Like we exist and we're important and not every family can have us and not every kid can have us, but there is a place for us. And we, the work we do is important. You know, we're, it's easy to feel not important as a nanny in so many ways and not enough people do research about the care that we give and not enough people do a lot of things, but this one week we get to be like, Hey, I'm a nanny and I'm super proud. And, um, 
hopefully that carries us through the rest of the year. But I like that we get to shine a light uh, once a year. And INA will be definitely um, trying to spotlight nanny care in as many ways we can that that week. So which this is week. this week. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're recording early, which we're in the time machine of, <laughs> as they say on one of my favorite podcasts. I always blow that. No, (laughs) that's okay. I think it's fine to recognize that we're in the time machine. But yes, happy National Nanny Recognition Week. And I agree. I think it's so important to like, say loud and proud, like I'm a nanny and like what, what I do really matters. Right, right. And if you belong to the I or if you're looking for a way to talk to your family about NNRW, you can use INA as a way to do that. Hey, it's National Nakiriction Week, which was fun because on my social media feed, I saw this thing about, you know, this week and it was posted by the INA and I didn't even know this existed. And I was hoping that you would help me become a member this week. Could we go have these on this or, you know, and hear the great things that I'll get from from belonging to it that will directly affect your kids so you can use things like that you know or use i a i am a member of ina and i got an email thanking me isn't that fun this is national NA recognition week uh you know i just thought it was fun that they they said thank you to me and then now your family knows it's yep. a hard thing but someday someday my dream is that ina will be on the today show uh, yes. every third week of September talking about how it's National Nanny Recognition Week and you know we're celebrating one-on-one care as one option for some families that's important and that affects millions of children and that is what we want so quality care for everybody yes that is that is what we want oh Sue this was so fun <laughs> I'm sorry I talk so much too don't be this is a podcast that's what it's for (laughs) (laughs) but yes everyone listening click down in the show notes um the the link to nanny.org which is the INA website is down there for you um Sue, would you be open to putting your email? Yeah, I'll put my email address in there. So if you have if you have anything that you want me to pass along, again, I I don't have the power to fix everything, but I right. certainly want to know what you think and let's let's talk it out. Uh, it you know if you have questions and you've never belonged or if you you know there's history, whatever, I'm um, super happy to connect with you. Yes. Um, wonderful. So check Wait, all of that out. Mm-hmm. I just remembered one important thing that I wanted Ooh, to say, that yeah. say, which is also if you're listening to this podcast and nannying is not what you want to do forever. Mm-hmm. I get that. And a lot of people in that situation think that, that if you're not like a lifetime or this isn't your career or whatever, there's not a place for you here. And I want to say very clearly that if you're nannying right now, whether it's part-time, full-time, your lifelong ambition, you're only doing it while you're in college, whatever. If you're taking care of a kid one-on-one in their home, you have a place with us. And you'd be surprised at how that can help you on a job, you know, of another job situation, um, 
you know, you could join in the inner workings of INA and gain skills that way. You could put that you belong to the professional association while you were doing this job. And that will speak volumes because everybody has a professional association. Um, and again, it, you'll get resources that you can use right now um, as well. So it's, it doesn't, you don't have to, if you're a nanny, you're a nanny. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to us. Or, and don't let anybody ever make you feel like you're less than if it's just you're a nanny for now as opposed to a nanny forever. Sorry, I, I really wanted no. to say that because I think sometimes that's overlooked. Sorry. Yeah, as someone who is transitioning out of nannying and into family therapy, like I really appreciate you saying that because certainly, you know, I have been a career nanny and will always consider myself a nanny, but, um, and I use the skills and everything that I've learned and continue to learn right in, in my therapy office all the time. And now as you transition into therapy, you can still belong to the INA and become an educator of nannies. And so you can still have your, you know, maybe not your whole body, but your big toe involved in that world. Or if you're going to be a teacher or if you're going to into business, like there's so many things that, um, that, that are transferable or, and we would love to have you once yeah. a nanny, always a nanny. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I also think that there's a lot of, uh, space for like care for the caregiver too right like right that yeah so yes the community of nannies and every you know everything under that umbrella is also super important um as a caregiver because it is so isolating right or it can be so isolating to be one-on-one -on -one in a house with children Excellent. Well, thank you. Sorry to put yeah. that. No, that was very important. I'm glad that you um, remembered that. Um, awesome. Okay. So click on the link, explore. Um, let Sue know if you have questions or concerns um, or something that you would like her to pass along. Um, and yeah, not everything's going to get changed, but nothing's going to get changed if we don't talk about it. So, right. Um, yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, we end each episode with a cute, fun story. And I do have one, Sue, but I also am extending an invitation if you have one to share as well. Do I have a cute, fun story? I probably do, but I can't think of one right off the bat of um, oh, wait, I'm going to borrow one from my, yeah. my wife, who's also a nanny, who has a little uh, guy who's 11, who's very, very uh, vocabulary beautiful, right? Mm. Uses all these wonderful words. He and his family um, have, been, have been watching Top Chef, and they also were watching SpongeBob. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so he was watching an episode of SpongeBob where the, they were putting steak sauce on their bodies to like attract something. I don't know. And he looked at, at Charlotte and said, well, what, uh, what's steak sauce? Mm -hmm. And she said, well, you know, it's like you put it on meat to make it more flavorful, like, you know, like ketchup or whatever. He goes, oh, you mean a demi-glaze? <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> so here, 
here he is. He's, I think he's 11 and he's using these big top chef words. And it just made me giggle the whole time. I'm like that. I didn't even know what that was until I was like 30. And so, <laughs> uh, you know, oh we thought that gosh. was funny. So now, you know, we're using the correct the correct chef words around him. So thank goodness. Yeah. You're, I mean, I would be learning vocabulary too, for sure. Um, that is so funny. Oh, Demiglaze. That's so cute. Oh, I love that. Um, well, mine is also kind of on the other end of the spectrum of talking about food. So I'm working with a two-year-old, like just fresh two-year-old. Um, and like freshly too. And, um, he, his favorite food or one of his favorite foods right now uh, is our blueberries. Like he is obsessed with them. Um, but he, he doesn't, he says boobies. Like he's like, <laughs> boobies. <laughs> so there like, you go. he'll be like more boobies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope you have a recording for the wedding video. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll have to get that this coming week, yeah. but yeah, it's just so stinking cute and it makes me laugh. And then I'm also like wondering if now, like he likes them so much because I get so much joy right. serving that, but, um, that's okay. Cause blueberries are a, a yeah. fun food to have a lot of. So, and boobies is fun to say, yes. let's just, like, let's just say it. <laughs> definitely is and it's so cute to just see him in his little like chair you know his little booster chair I love it um thank you Sue so much for taking time to talk with me today thank you thanks for having me and thank you all for listening we'll see you next week and a very happy international nanny recognition week for everyone listening, thank you for all you do. You really are changing the world. The Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Tyler. Artwork by Noni Blastodon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudios.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.